Lauren. Hi, I'm Kelly. And welcome to the Millennial Minimalist. So today we are talking about how applying minimalism to our relationships can be one of the most rewarding aspects of living simply. Um, and we're going to look at different relationships like um, friendships, friendships, family, intimate relationships. Um, so we just kind of want to go through them. And, you know, we just want to start it off with how we think in this day and age, it's so, so much about quantity in terms of friendships. Um, especially if you look at social media, I feel like everyone's in these huge groups of friends all the time. And it's all about who you know and how many people you know and, you know, how often you're going out and what your plans are. Like, it's so... Like, you're expected to have so many friends, but we just want to talk about why it's important or better or the advantages of just having a few really close friends and the value that brings to your life. I've always said, and I've always heard from close friends, that if you can have five, if you can say five fingers, that's awesome. If you can have, say, you know, you have five close friends, that's, that's a great thing. I mean, with social media, especially these days... Oh, people have thousands and thousands of followers, yeah. and like, oh well, that person must be popular, and you and know then what? They're just like at home alone. <laughs> exactly, they could be at home alone. Some of the loneliest people in the world. It's that's what's crazy about it. I mean, it's one of the areas of your life where you have to really think about to be deliberate about the relationships in your life, whether they're friendships or intimate relationships. Like, what is you should keep people around you that obviously share the same values and make you feel good about about yourself when you're with them right and especially if you're you know you're changing and you're growing in a good direction and you find that some friends maybe aren't at some point in your life you're gonna have to have those hard conversations or you're just gonna have to you know recognize that and and kind of acknowledge that maybe you know their interests and what they do is is not aligned with your focus anymore and sometimes you gotta again have those tough conversations or just you know kind of you know go in a different path so and I think as you get older you're you have less time like you Mm -hmm. work more and when you're not working you want to be hanging out with people you genuinely enjoy spending time with or you want to be relaxing or doing something you want to do so it's kind of natural that those friends are going to grow apart, especially once you get into serious long-term relationships or you get married, um, you see your friends less. So when you do see them, you know, they're probably going to be the people that you're closest with. You're not going to have as many friends so as in terms older. of in terms of uh, your friend group right now, I know you have an incredible group of friends. Yeah, I'm lucky with my friends. Have you always had that, or did you ever have a point in your life where you're like, oh, you know what it's I feel like it's really hard like especially moving to a new city yeah. uh, at, you know a few years ago you're like oh you know it was it was challenging anyway or did your friends come with you um I growing up always had a best friend so when I was in from the time I was really young I was best friends with this girl named Emily I think we met when we were like we met in kindergarten but right up until we finished high school we were inseparable Aww. the two of us um she didn't end up moving to Toronto but within the first week of moving to Toronto, I met Cielo. Amazing. And then Cielo and I were inseparable. Close friend of yours. Yeah. And, um, but I feel like with, with Emily and Cielo, 
they kind of got into relationships and our friendships w- just it wasn't the same because oh, of course someone gets a boyfriend and, <laughs> was that and difficult they, she's spending time with a boyfriend well and it's Lauren's expected all yeah i feel like <laughs> i was jealous no um it's expected like mm-hmm. we're it's gonna happen and like when you know you became single we got a lot closer so mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's also friendships are based on where you, at what point in your life you're at too. But I mean, it, you, yes, I agree. And then there's some fear in that too. It's, so I had a lot of close, I, I mean, my best friend from high school will be best friends forever. She'll always be in my life. Um, but going to university, I had so many awesome close friends and I still have a lot of them in my life, but none of those individuals live in Toronto. So, and then traveling overseas, I have friends in different cities, but when I moved to Toronto, it was really difficult for me at first because I had quite a, quite a few guy friends at the time, uh, but I didn't have a lot of close girlfriends in the city. So I ended up um, living with two really nice girls um, and that was really great because by meeting them, I you know met their friend groups and then other people and finally I found a few close girlfriends and you meet their friends and honestly just going out in the city is the best way to meet people funny enough I met my best uh my best friend in university at a bus stop it was hilarious which one was this again uh what's her name yeah Sandy have I met her (laughs) you have met you met her at my 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 birthday birthday. party yeah and then uh live with a girl named Victoria but uh yeah another close girlfriend of mine there but uh, we're inseparable and uh she just lives outside of the city and then she went to Australia so it I wasn't seeing her that often but um it's funny how I meet people so a lot of my friends I met in the craziest places so I met another girlfriend who was literally my bank teller I know that sounds crazy but I'm like super super outgoing sometimes and it's really funny how I can meet people like I met you by uh, trying to find an apartment, so yeah, it's really know, funny. It's crazy. And I obviously love connecting people. So, uh, and then a couple of close girlfriends of mine in Toronto when I first moved here, I introduced them, and they ended up moving to New York. <laughs> but one of them moved it back recently, so which is really, 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 really exciting. I hope the other one does as well. So, so yeah, no, it's it's great. Now, now, I mean, four years later, I've built an incredible foundation of friends, and I feel. Completely completely blessed in that category but it was also not easy like it no, was it's you, not easy. you need to build it you need to put, build a foundation in one city to actually build and grow long-term relationships and from there you realize which relationships are are most meaningful to you and like bring the most purpose to your life and which relationships can you give back the most to like you have to think about that because Sometimes we have become friends with people because maybe there was an introduction at some point, but then there are times where you can feel like, you know what, I kind of feel disconnected from this person, or maybe they're a little bit, and I'm going to go into something called the A, Bs, and Cs, something that how I kind of correct. Someone told me back in the day that there are three types of people in this world. There are A's, B's, and C's. So A's are people that will be there for you on speed dial. If you call them, you want to share information with them, you're on you're on your deathbed or you're hurt, you're in the hospital, they're going to be the first one there to support you. Uh, bees are there when you can give them something. So bees are there when, let's say, you know, you have 
uh, I don't know, you're, you have access to certain things. And so they're like, oh, yeah, I'm interested in hanging out with you because I want access to those things too. Oh, what's the season? So there's always like a, it's just like in, in, in business if there's a win-win, but that's a, that's, that's a business transaction. You shouldn't have to have that you, in your friendship. Sometimes you need the bees though. Like if you... Sometimes. Yeah. Totally, totally. I feel like everybody has bees. Um, and everybody can be a bee to someone else, right? Yeah. And then there's the C's. So these are the ones that I've completely eliminated out of my life. They're just take. And thankfully, like, I think because I put positive energy out there, I don't get a lot of C's in my life, but sometimes B's turn into C's. So C's are people that are just toxic. So they have a sense of toxicity. And you know what? Sometimes C's can actually be family members. So... So you have to be very, very, like, I know someone who had a C in their family. So you have to be careful with those people because, like, you love them. But you have to recognize how to deal with how their personality and how they act around you. Like, you should, it goes back to that book that I mentioned in our previous podcast, mm-hmm. uh, The Four Agreements. Yeah. You can't take things personally because sometimes that toxicity, maybe just two people are, but that's the beauty of family. Don't you love that? Like, you can't choose your family. And there's something beautiful about that because you get to interact with so many different personalities and so many point of views. Like, if you don't share the same point of view, it's kind of cool because it's kind of sometimes a more of an exciting conversation. Not to diverge and say that C's are quality because they're definitely not. Isn't B toxic too? Like, if I couldn't call you for help, but I could call you because I got tickets to something, isn't that toxic? You could call me for help, but I'm... Most likely, if I'm a B, I'm mostly going to 100% put myself before you. There's some uh, competition there. But do, do Bs, they're A's to other people? They're just not A to you? Some that They could be. Okay. Could, someone could be uh, an A and a B to different people. Okay. But sometimes people are, are continuous C's. But uh, sometimes C's recognize that and help themselves. Grow, yeah. It, I'll give you an example of a C. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with a C. A C can be a B and become an A. But Cs are people who need constant affirmation. So they're out with friends and need constant affirmation because they're not fully at peace with themselves. Like they need constant... Affirmation on how they look, how they act, how successful they are because they're insecure. So Cs sometimes act out out of insecurity. Yeah. I'm not an expert or anything, but I've noticed this and... The beauty of that is, in that, is that they can turn around, turn it around if they do recognize it. So going back to like focusing on relationships, one of the things that people really, really need to think about before they become a solid friend, become a, to be a better friend and to be a better partner, you have to fully be at peace with yourself, yeah. being alone. A hundred percent. And you found that yourself. And did you ever go through a period in your life where you kind of stepped back and said, hey, you know what I mean? Like, I feel, I feel like I need to be happy on my own first before I can go out there in the world and maybe meet a mate. So let's change the subject on, 100%. you know, a significant oh. other. Um, yeah, my mom always told me... Um, you know, you have to bake the cake, and if someone decorates it, great. But like, oh, yeah. beautiful! It was a good analogy. Um, but the thing is, I guess I love self improvement so much that it's like, well, at what point? Like, 
you know, it's not like I can be like, oh, I'm 40 now and I think I'm at peace so I can meet someone. You know, well, you know like, what? Better be 40 and at peace with yourself than be de- divorced at 40 and being like super 100%. lost. You know, I think it goes both ways. It That, you know, 100% you need to be confident, but you maybe someone's not confident and then they meet the right person and together they grow together into like something beautiful. That's true. You can like, find that. You never know. That's what I feel like it's with, rare, but... it is, would be rare. But um, with relationships and significant others, I feel like there are so many rules. And especially if I'm dating someone, as much as it's hard not to talk about it, because sometimes you're excited. But um, I don't like getting advice from people because it, it, they, everyone wants to give you their two cents on what you should do and how you should act and what they think is going on with it. But it, I think that you know, it it's, should be more intuitive and emotional than strategic. So you gave me an example the other day. You said it's so much easier to go on a date with someone you're less interested in because you're going to be completely 100% yourself. Yeah. So maybe go on with that. Well, no, it's so true. Like Kelly and I were just saying before, because we've been dating this summer, and I feel like when I don't like the guy, or if I don't feel... If I'm not, like, crazy about him, which is usually on the first date, I'm not that, you know, because you don't know. Yeah. It's more like the second day I'm really interested. But if I'm not, like, crazy about them, I, you know, you, I, like, maybe touch up my makeup and mm-hmm. I'm, I go and I'm not nervous. Like, I'm very myself, which mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm relaxed. And I do better. It's like going into an interview where you don't care to get the job. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, sure, sure. so, remember you said you were interviewing and you said you did such a good job, you killed it, and you're like, yeah, I don't even care to get the job, but I yeah. didn't really But then when me. you really want the job or you really like the guy, mm-hmm. you like... Well, that's changed now. I was... No, I, I, I'm not like that anymore. I was probably like that five years ago. I feel like we still try to get ready. Nice, but yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. But I feel like if I like the guy, I, I try harder physically. Like, I try to do myself up more and... See, I, God, I, I, I recognize, them. especially in the Molly industry, like, your less is always more. Oh, 100%. So, obviously, like, chapstick, eye, mascara, like, I mean, being in relationships, they love you for you. And so, not that I would try less, because I, 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 whatever I do, I like to do because I do it for myself. Yeah, 100%. So, and that's why you should always go in completely yourself, because the person that's going to want to be with you is going to be like wanting to be with every quality about you and they're gonna see it a month later so might as well completely be yeah that's yourself from the beginning you don't want to be someone what you think someone wants from you you should be completely who you are uh and you either connect with that person or you don't because you don't want to be a version of you that you think is what they want you should be completely yourself because then you're more vulnerable from the first from the get-go a hundred percent and i i do believe in that i do feel like if i like the guy i do step it up a bit like regardless i try in mm-hmm. life like i yeah. get ready every day and i care about most things regardless but there's just times i step it up and if i like the guy i step it up but ironically enough i feel like it actually ends up being a detriment i feel like when i don't step it up and I'm more 
normal. They I just guess. don't leave you alone. <laughs> yeah, that's those are the ones that yeah. it's but I don't know, maybe it's my yeah. demeanor too. Like you you never know what the situation is. Or well, maybe it's just whether I was laid back or not, like it wouldn't have worked out. It's hard to pinpoint what it is. But but that's what I, I think where simplicity comes back in relationships is um I believe one hundred percent on just going with intuition and emotion. And like we've been saying just being yourself and don't take advice from people I just like sometimes advice is good but like they were not sitting there on your dates like they don't know the connection you guys have or you don't so Mm -hmm. it's hard to get advice from people oh yeah 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 Uh, girls are always asking girls advice I'm sure guys do the same thing we just don't think about it oh 100% (laughs) but you know what at the end of the day it's what we're trying to focus on are passionate connections um, you know, especially uh, with significant others, um, and also like really, really strong connections with your friends, people that will support you. Uh, and again, back to intimate relationships, like there's obviously nothing better in life than a shared life, but there's also incredible beauty and in being completely at peace with yourself and 100%. happy. With, you love your alone time. You built a complete foundation for yourself here, Lauren. Like. It's it's not I don't like the I don't like the saying oh I don't need a man kind of thing because I'm not feminist yeah but but we don't actually mean that. I mean we're no. completely happy on our own but life is so much better when it's shared when I I mean I had a tough I had a tough breakup uh, over a year ago now which was it was quite hard uh, but I was able to to see past it and see 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 myself actually. Um, bettering myself by focusing inward. I know that sounds lame, but I feel like we all need no, to do that in some capacity. Yeah. And I'm so much, I'm, I'm forward thinking and I'm totally at peace and um, just, I, not to say I'm a like, happier person without that person, but I am completely, um, I've moved on and I'm very, very at peace and happy. So um, again, you know, that's, those times are tough and I know that that can add stress mentally to you and it's it's actually okay to feel those emotions you just need to one of the one of the things that really really helped me and I know that this is very 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 strong of me but I think this is what happens like if you break up with someone or if someone breaks your heart uh, which happened to me uh, which was really tough if that happens I told myself, should I sit here and be upset or I can go out and be happy? And so I went out and went and I, I was happy. Literally a couple days later, I was like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be happy because I'd rather not waste my energy on someone who doesn't want me. I'd rather spend my energy on being around people that really do love me and appreciate me yeah that's true but don't you also think it's natural and normal to like cry and be emotional about yes you too? can yeah. absolutely do that but i feel like for those who like just are, not too long yeah, yeah yeah and you can sometimes it takes a long time i mean it took it's, me quite a long time but like i always went back i centered myself and i said hey like you really have to think to yourself you know what like you know you can't and honestly, and it's okay. I feel like everybody in life should experience 
rejection at some point because Keeps I mean, you humble. as a model, like you always experience rejection um, and in jobs, everything, right? So rejection is helpful because it makes you realize that, especially in the modeling industry, I'll tell you this, it's like you get rejected and you're like, oh, well, you know what? That's okay. Do you want to know why? Because every client wants something different. And it's just, it goes back to beauty is in the, in the eye of the beholder, the right? Yeah. So, so you can't stress about that. You need to clear your mind, focus inward, and you know, and and you know, the right person will come to you because it's it's all about energy in my mind. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's really good. Yeah. Um. Also, with friendships, I feel like instead of having like seven or eight friends, it's better to have two or three or four really close friends and put the time into them and the energy into them and. Absolutely. As opposed to, because it it's hard to have a lot of friends, like. Especially if you have a busy life. A hundred percent. But then do you find it's easy to keep in... Well, maybe your life right now is easy to keep in touch with people. Uh, but sometimes... Sometimes... I mean, I, I'm... Again, I'm lucky. I have different groups of friends. Yeah. So, but you don't always get to see with see them all the time. But when you do see them, I feel like, oh, you know... It's the you same. You know, it's the yeah. same. It's great. And, you know, that's wonderful. But do you ever find... That do you find? Oh, that's that's actually sorry. I'm getting lost in track tra- tra- on track, but uh, basically, I know you have four very close girlfriends, right? Yeah. And then, and then you have me as a very close girlfriend. Well, I kind of like kind of three, and then yeah, you're my really close friend. Mm-hmm. So no, that's good. So you're able to keep in touch with everybody. Do you have anybody overseas who you find that you need to prioritize time for? No, I have a few people back home I still talk to. And then, like, I, I still have people from undergrad. Like, there's still people I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, I might talk to them, like, once a month. Mm-hmm. And then see them not that often. Maybe two or three times a year. Okay. But, like, it, it's still friendship. And because we've been friends for some of them, like, 10, 20 years even. Like, they're still a big part of my life. So it, it, it is nice to see them, but mm-hmm. I guess even circumstance, because of circumstances, yeah, we can't see each other that much. We don't live in the same city. Yeah, so I wanted to kind of refocus the conversation on uh, dating. So okay. dating and, uh, and keeping d- dates simple. So what are your thoughts on going on a date with a guy do you think he has to do something big? Do you, what are your expectations there? Um, I don't think the first date has to be that big. I, I mean, I think it's cute to just... I think it's nicest to just grab a drink, to just grab a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Some cute little place. Like, we live in Toronto. There's so many nice little places to go to. Mm-hmm. And you just get to know each other. I feel like that's the easiest, simplest way. Mm-hmm. Um, if the date goes really well, I mean... Yeah, I feel like it's nice if they put in some effort after that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, it, it's so different with everyone. Like, some, like they can be like, let's get ice cream or let's go for a bike ride or let's go for dinner. Like, there's so many. But there's so, as long as you're getting to know each other. Yeah, I think that's the best. So, I mean, I mean if a guy, you know, a guy rolls out a Rolls Royce for you one night and takes you to this beautiful dinner and this amazing party great but I also love a Rolls Royce going, <laughs> yeah I also love 
let's just go for a coffee or watch the sunset. Yeah, like, coffee. That is a beautiful thing. It is. You I don't love need the to simple drink. dates. You don't no, need to you drink. don't need to drink. A drink and a date is, and a dinner is fantastic, but yeah. I mean, you don't. It doesn't have to involve a lot of money and a lot of things, right? I, it yeah. can be very, very simple because at the end of the day, it's about you two getting to know each other. Again, that's why 100%. another reason why I hated going to, like to movies on dates. It's like you don't you actually get to know, to know each other. No, because you feel each other's energy. They yeah, that's not, true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you actually can pick up subtle cues yeah. in a movie theater. Maybe I'm, on the third or fourth date, not on the first one. I just feel like when dating, it's nice when they try. Like they're they're punctual with time. They open the door. They walk you home. Like the date doesn't have to be extravagant, but their effort. Like that's what. Their I actions, person. yeah. Their actions, so they're so it's just their little actions rather than yeah. That's what I feel like. I care more about those things, things. right? You yeah. don't actually need something physical. You don't need to buy me an expensive dinner. Like it would just be lovely if you could go for a walk and you could open the door and just little things like that, right? And even yeah. when you're in relationships, I know there's like tons of women who expect certain material items, which obviously we don't care about and. They don't add any value to our lives. And another thing I was going to mention is, is obviously there are four, I think there are four or five love languages, five love languages. Have you heard of this before? No, I've never We'll have heard to get that into that in a different episode or um, speak with a relationship coach about it because it's so fascinating. But one of them is you can, th- you can show love by giving gifts, small yeah. little gifts along the way, small or big. But I think what in the so there are love languages that you give and then there the love languages that you like to receive so for me the love languages that i love to see is show so showing that you love me so and that doesn't mean through possessions it just means like opening the door you know um taking initiative um you know being a stronger one because Sometimes I'm kind of A-type and I'm more of like stronger than the guy and I kind of like the one he can lead. Uh, and, um, and you know, rather than saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, it'd be awesome if he could actually just show that. Because it's so easy to talk. 100%. Better well done than well said. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Exactly. So is there anything you want to add to that? Um... No, I feel like that was really good. That was really interesting. Like, we had a really good conversation on that. <laughs> so, so yeah, another. I mean, just to close. So, uh, today I really think that i become more deliberate with my friendships, my relationships. I've kind of avoided those toxic figures in my life. There's, I would say there, there have been three people in particular that have come across my life in my entire lifetime. Who I've recognized. I've never had fights with. Eh, maybe one. But... It was more so recognize and it's like, okay, I'm going to distance myself from that person because they just pull me down. They don't bring me up and I want to be around people who bring me up and I want to bring other people up, right? Uh, so there's that. And, um, and yeah, I think, I think just, just speaking with you, Lauren, I think we've realized like how simplifying your friend groups, your, I mean, simplifying how you go into a relationship and how you mentally clear your mind before you go out on the field in that sense allows us to make like minimalizing that allows us to make room for what's truly important um really just like which is the people around us a hundred percent 
Yeah. And it's like those relationships that you need to put time into. I agree. I agree. Which I feel like the overall podcast, I feel like basically to sum up what we said is that, you know, find the few friends that matter the most and put the time into those relationships as opposed to, you know, having so many mutual friends or acquaintances, like put the focus on the few that matter. And I mean, my best advice, I would say, with relationships is just let them go naturally. Like, I feel like, you know, take advice as it comes. Let like water through yeah. your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So cute. Okay, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Okay, thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.